Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello everyone and welcome to Cornerstone Conversations. Uh, my name is Matt from the Neil and Matt having a chat and with me is Neil from, from, Neil from the Matt. Neil and Matt having a chat. Yes, it is me. How are you, Matt? I, yeah, I'm, yeah. Would you like to yeah, have no, a chat? No, I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, <laughs> should we have a chat? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, why not? Why not? Well, apparently you said to me before that I had a good face for radio. Yeah, I thought that's what you were saying to me. <laughs> but uh, anyway, here we are. Yes. Both with faces appropriate for the task at hand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so today we're just going to have a, as we do, we're going to have a chat about the message from the weekend and uh, this past weekend. Um, I had the the privilege of, of bringing the word and, and just spent some time uh Looking at what God's Word says about um, how we direct our lives, I guess is probably a, a good way to say it. Um, Neil, you've got a you've got a wonderful saying that you bring up regularly, which is um, a, a, one mile of ditch. <laughs> no, for, for each mile of road, for, for there's mile, two miles of ditch. Yeah, for each. Yeah, say it again. For each mile of road, there's two miles of ditch. Excellent, thank you. Yes. Um, now that's a that's a, a great saying, very true. Um, I did a bit of maths for those that didn't didn't understand what a mile is. Um, it equates to to one point six oh nine kilometres of, mm-hmm. of road versus three point two one eight kilometres of ditch. Mm. Probably doesn't have the same ring to it. No, it's yeah. You can see why the Americans yeah. kept miles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> makes much more sense. Why do we ever go to kilometres? Um, yeah, so I was just just kind of sorry. You just thinking you could shorten it so it sounds better to for each k of road there's two k's of ditch maybe still doesn't have the oh, same you, I mean you could, but it's not as far though then is it? That's true. Or does that matter? No, you do because it's whatever distance you travel. There's always going to be the same distance of ditch either side. Wow, what? you just flew my mind. And here ends the conversation. <laughs> The knowledge has been dropped. No, um, and and then I, was, yeah, just just I was actually sharing that that little saying with uh, Mal Good from from Casbap. Hi Mal. Hi Mal. Shout out to Mal. Uh, maybe Casbap would like to sponsor uh, Cornerstone Conversations. Yeah, we did talk point. to him we, about we that. We did talk to him about that. Uh, have, still waiting for the callback. Mal seems to be a no from Mal. Him. Give us a call if you're listening. Um, but he had a he had a saying that he he. Uh, had from a, a guy that served him in the servo in the outback somewhere that said, make sure you stay on the black stuff. Yeah. I like that one. That's that's pretty that's good. That's good but, advice. So, yeah, really, that's what, what got to put on my heart to sort of speak into, you know, how do we how do we stay on the black stuff? How do we mm. stay out of those ditches? And, um, you know, there's a, the verses in, or a verse in, in Matthew 7, um, which says that you can you can enter God's kingdom only through a narrow gate and yeah. the highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose to go that way. Um, and again, that's, you know, really staying on that, on that narrow path, on that, that black stuff to make sure that we get to where, where God wants us to go and where ultimately we want to go as well. So um, the message version of that says, don't look for shortcuts to God. Mm. Um, the market is flooded with surefire, easygoing formulas for a successful life that can be practiced in your spare time. Don't fall for that stuff. Even even though crowds of people do, the way to life, the way to God is vigorous and requires total attention. 
Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's the that's the path that is that is set before us. And then uh, John fourteen six says, uh, Jesus says to us that that I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. And so really, that's encapsulates uh, really everything that I was talking about on Sunday. Is that Jesus? Jesus is the way, and 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 He is the truth. Yeah. Um, that we need to follow to stay on that on that path. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think that's that's good Matt like yeah uh, from what I sort of was getting is that you're really trying to work out you know where is our foundation and yeah. you know to actually fully rely on Christ there is no other way sort of thing no that's right so yeah so I guess there's a cu- there's a couple of things about who who the the Bible says that Jesus is and, and one of those is is that that Jesus is is the cornerstone yeah um and I can't Actually, see which reference I used. Uh, Ephesians two nineteen. Oh, there it is. To twenty one. Yeah, right at the end of Ephesians two nineteen twenty one, uh, it says that Jesus and Jesus Himself is the cornerstone, or and the cornerstone is Christ Jesus Himself. Yeah. So that all of us who believe are are built into God's family, and Jesus yep. is that cornerstone. And the important thing about, I mean, our our church name is Cornerstone, but the important thing about about that word cornerstone is is the cornerstone is that first establishing block in a yep. building or it used to be um now with prefab concrete and all that there's probably no cornerstone anymore but mm. which is an interesting thing but but the cornerstone was designed and set in place specifically to to position and to direct and to align the rest of the building everything else was built around that reference and so you know when we when we enter into a relationship with with god we we gain that connection to to jesus and and you know, we are aligned and, and positioned yeah. in a way that he wants us to. And, and we're all related to that as well. I think that's a really key key thing is that when we when we enter into relationship with God, that it, it's not just about a relationship with God, but it's also in relationship with the, the rest of God's family that's around us. And, and you know, mm. the importance of of coming together and, and yeah. doing life together. Yep. So that cornerstone actually is still really relevant. I was just thinking as you're saying that back to when they built our house and even this building yeah the first thing they do is establish where the corners are yeah because that keeps yeah, the rest of the building straight yeah so you know even the concrete isn't that they use the old pythagoras theorem you know which is yeah. trigonometry stuff and and so every wall that is built then within this place relies on that corner being exactly exactly right, right. Yeah. yeah and it makes it square yeah if you do it that way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, yeah, because I, I thought the same and I was just like, oh, actually, wait a minute. It really is important to get that yeah, that right mm. because otherwise we'd have wonky buildings. Yeah. You know, the trusses would go on the roof, but it would be out. And it or, wouldn't fit, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's I mean, that's a, that's a really key thing is that, is that Jesus is that, is that positioning place and the, and the, and the alignment and and it, and Jesus is the one that gives us our direction and yeah um, yeah and and in that too Jesus is is uh, the foundation on what, which we build as well so in, in Matthew seven twenty four there's a, a verse which people are probably familiar with that that just says that anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise like a person who builds a house on solid rock yeah um, and it, it goes on to say when the when the rains come and and uh, in torrents and floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it will not collapse back uh, because it is built on bedrock. 
Yeah. Um, and again, there's so so Jesus is that cornerstone, the one that gives us the direction and the positioning. But he, his teaching is also the foundation on which we're built. And and when we're relying on that, you know, in those in those moments when things get get difficult, and they will, because it says, you know, when it comes, yeah, um, that we that we have that have that firm firm foundation. Yeah, and I think mm. like one of the uh, one of the hard things today is to. Um, I don't know. It, it's such a weird thing. Like, it's not as though people neglect the word of God altogether, but they sort of do. It's like mm. it's so available. Yet, I I know just from personal experience speaking with other Christians, sometimes you mention something, and I'm not talking about someone who's just been saved, but you know, long-term Christians, and you'll be talking about a verse or something, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't know that was in there in the Bible," mm. and you're like, oh, "Wait a minute." And I'm not talking about obscure verses, you know, like, but you know, a uh, like what we'd think would be well-known verses or commands from Jesus, you know, how we are meant to live our life, and yet we see, I think, we see a lot of Christians that are sort of weak, mm. um, and if you look at what it's saying that we're meant to be like, it's it's not even just well, it goes beyond listening to that teaching anyway but then it's following it and yeah we're not really wanting to follow anyone anymore we no, we want to you know beat our own path or or carve our own way or whatever it might be and it's just this whole drive of 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 what we think is that it's very much you know I did it my way yeah and it really doesn't work no and especially like you said you know the storms are going to come but you don't even know the word, you alone live it out. Mm. It's it's impossible. Yeah. And it's frightening actually of the result of that because the other house that was built um in that passage there in Matthew seven was the one that was built on the sand. Yeah. And when the storm came it says it just collapsed. And, yeah. And we see that all the time, you know, where people Yeah, just yeah. collapse. Absolutely right. And I think, you know, that you were talking about that that inward looking perspective of well that as well that people seem to have and and you know again going back to the fact that we're we're built into to god's temple and yeah. and you know we're all there together and i think there's a real key in not being so inwardly focused that we're completely ignoring the things that are going on around us as well and i think that's a mm. really really key part as you know god god pulls us into family and yeah and we're there to you know we're, we're built into a wall which which effectively supports each other and and you know keeps each other aligned and and all of that kind of stuff and so if we're in this place where we're just so focused on our own storms even yeah. and the challenges and not aware of anything else that's going on that 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 also weakens the the structure and so just that that real encouragement to to recognize that we we are in a family and it's bigger than ourselves and, and yeah. that we're there to you know I, I think i use the words champion each other on yep um you know i love i love that verse that talks about how there's a great cl- crowd of witnesses yeah, cheering us on nice in, our, in our work uh for god and 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 the same thing applies you know we can we can cheer each other on in the struggles that we have to you know make sure you're just keeping your eyes fixed on jesus and you yeah know, and in every situation looking to see the good things that god's gonna gonna do in it rather yeah. than you know having having that attitude of you know oh yeah, all this stuff's going wrong, and poor That's me, it. and yeah, yeah, and I like that picture you're just giving there. You know, the stones that we're all joined onto that cornerstone, and each stone sort of supports the other stone. 
Yeah. Because it's built on that cornerstone. It's such a nice picture, you know. And I think yeah. one of the things that you said on the weekend that I thought was quite, uh, you know, good to think about was that, you know, you might think that you're a different shaped stone mm. and you don't fit yet basically like this is what i got from it you can clear it all up but but basically the way you were formed god has a purpose and a place for you yeah and a position no matter what shape you are and looking at rock walls around the place you can see that you know it's like there's this little gap oh what what stain is going to fit there you know Mm. the stain mason gets the right shape stain and puts it in yeah plugs that hole perfectly yeah and you're like you know it's not how big you are, how straight yeah. you are, how beautiful yeah. you are. It's what's your place yeah. in all of this. Yeah. And each stone is important yeah, to absolutely. actually support the other. Absolutely. I was I was actually talking to my dad about it after. Um and he was he was mentioning how like the in an archway. Yep. You know, you got the arch and then you got that very top brick. Yeah, the keystone. And it's like the oddest shaped brick you can ever find. Like it's a I don't know what you even call it. Yep. You know, <laughs> it doesn't have straight sides, and it's but you know it it slots perfectly into sp- uh, into place, and it it makes the structure, it makes that arch support like support itself. Yeah. Um. And so you know you're absolutely right. You know I think again there's there's this danger of oh I'm this completely odd shaped person, and there's no way that God can possibly use me, but he does have a plan, and he does have a purpose, and he's got a position for us to slot straight into into yeah. his his purpose and his plans, you know, I think that's that's really key as well, that, you know, it is it is his plans and his purpose, not, not oh gee, I wish I was doing this, or mm. whatever, and so, you know, and, and those things align, because God puts in our hearts desires that actually fit in, in line with him, but, you know, there's this, again, this I guess this self-interest and and whatever that can get in the way, but but it doesn't matter what shape you are, that God has that has that place for you, and and it's and it's a place that that is to perfectly slot in. You know, I I shared about the the one Kings um, passage where where Solomon's building the temple. I just I just love that yeah. that passage because Solomon made sure that the stones that were in the quarry were shaped there, and all the work was done there, and then they're brought to the building site, and everything just slot into place and. You know, I think that's just an incredible act of worship in in the way that that's done, and there's no sound on the on the construction site. But even just the fact that that things are made to be perfectly slot in like that, you know, and and God is that expert craftsman who's done yeah. that, and you know, we we all have our our place, and we all have our purpose, and mm. you know, when we're we're fixed in with Jesus as that cornerstone, He's going to keep our path straight. Yeah. Um, and our, you know, and our direction and our... In the right way, yeah. yeah. So do you think, Matt, like, that there's a bit of, I don't know how, how to explain it, but almost a worldly attitude that, that we can sometimes come to in our faith where we're like, you know, sort of that thing you, you hear all the time, you know, your dreams can come true, you know, if you want it bad enough, you can get it, basically... Do you think sometimes we fight against what God wants for us and feel a little bit miserable, upset that we're not doing this great thing that we think God wants us to do or we have in our mind almost a selfish way, oh, I should be the best preacher or I should be, you know, whatever, big in some area of ministry um, and not accept that that's not exactly where God might want us all the time. Like let him promote us to whatever he wants. But yeah, that, I guess, pursuit of rather than 
pursuing the wrong thing, mm. pursuing ministry, pursuing greatness instead of pursuing God. Yeah. And, you know, God, where do you want me to fit? And I think maybe that's why there's so much hammering and clamoring in the church sometimes is that people are trying to take something that actually is not what God wants for them. And so they're not fitting. And so there's fights and jealousy and all yeah. sorts of stuff like that um, where that should be happening in our quiet time. So if you think about the quarry like, you know, my quiet time before the Lord, um, let him shape me. Yeah. You yep. know what I mean? Rather yeah. than, than try and force myself into something. But sit in his presence, learn his will and his way, seek him and let him shape you and form you into what he wants you to be. Do you reckon that that, that happens or not? Oh, definitely. I think I think there's, you know, definitely times when... We're like, oh, you know, you look at you look at someone else and you go, oh, gee, I wish I was I was doing that, or yeah. you know, or or an opinion of of what we think God wants us to do, and we're so so focused on that, and maybe we're not doing that, or you know, maybe we're not as good as we want to be at that, or whatever it is, but we're so focused on that that we actually miss what what God has actually got intended for us, and, and yeah. I think there's a there's a real key in in holding things with an open hand. Yeah, for God, right. you know, yep. I think so. You know, you you tell God what you're wanting to do, and He, I mean, He knows the desires of our heart and yeah. stuff like that. And, and but being in that space of just saying, you know, God, I'm I'm here to do what you want me to do, and and just go with it. And I know I think that's that can be really hard sometimes because because there are times when you think, you know, this is this is what I think I should be doing, but God's like, uh, 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 you, yeah. you're supposed to be doing this over here, um, and you know, just being obedient in that is is a is a challenge at times. Yeah. Um, so sort of like see, what's most effective for his kingdom, not yeah. what's most desirable for me. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think I think you're right. There's this there's this uh a, like a selfish or self focused sort of this is who I think I should I should be or this is who I think you know, or what I should be doing and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But you know, God again. God's got His plan and His purpose, and and every single time it's going to be way better than anything that we can we can imagine. Mm. Um, and I think we just got to be careful that we're not we're not so busy hanging on to our thoughts and perspectives of what it is that God, what what we feel like God's wanting us to do, that mm. we're actually missing the opportunity to step into something that may be completely different from what. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it or does. Not? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yep. Um, but just yeah, I guess just allowing God to to move in that way, and you know, recognizing, and you know, being being in that place with God, where you're actually in that place where you can recognize the opportunities, and 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 that only comes by being in God's word, as we've read. You know, it's 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 listening to the teaching of Jesus, but it's also following after yeah. what He's instructing us to do, and and. You know, and and keeping our eyes fixed on him, and 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 being in alignment with with what he says, and yeah. you know, staying in that in that direction, because it's it's going to lead us to the place that God wants us to. Um, and it's when our when our own selfish stuff gets in the way that that sort of you know drags us off course, and we end up, you know, either stuck in the ditch or going the completely wrong direction or whatever yeah. it might be. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's good. Good reminder, Matt. Keep on the black stuff. Keep on the black stuff. Follow Excellent. Jesus. Any any other 
I've got nothing for you, mate. Bombs. No? Nothing for you at all. No, okay. No. Well, thank you for your time, Neil. I appreciate no, thank it. thank you, Matt. And, and thank you to our listeners. And, yes, uh, and oh, just one other thing. Aiden, Zach, you weren't listening last week. You oh, were yes. too busy on your honeymoon, apparently. Too busy on his honeymoon. What is that about? <laughs> so that was a waste of a shout-out. And let's see if he <laughs> listens to this one. He has to listen all the way to the end this That's week right. to get the shout-out. Well, no. Uh, special so, special, special shout-out to Chris Fishlock as well. Yeah, just Fishy. Fishy. Appreciate you, mate. <laughs> Have a good week, all. See ya. See ya.